if I wanted some ball of evil lurking over my shoulder all the time, I'd have stayed home with my mother-in-law. Hello, and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode, for the second time, uh, is, not for, you guys, but for the second time for us, is Harmonic Convergence. My it name... Figures- oh. What? It just figures that it would be in the second season that we have to re-record an episode, so we have to watch it again. <laughs> <sighs> My name's Buddy Stark, <laughs> and I'm best known for having a really messy garage. Mm. It goes through, it's like a roller coaster. Sometimes it's nice and clean, but no. I was just talking to Pocket Hand. We need more, st- we need more organization. That's, yeah. That's my next project. It, we absolutely do. Organization. We need shelves. We need buckets. Pretty much everything can be better. Wait, wait more. Hannah, you need a bucket? <laughs> uh, a that's inside an inside joke. family joke. An inside joke. That For all you listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> My name's Hannah, and I'm best known for. Oh no! Oh, got it. Come on, you can do this. Uh, what did you do last time? <laughs> all I remember is that my birthday's coming, but I think I've done that three times now. <laughs> well, this time um, this is gonna be the most to-date accurate one we've had. It's <laughs> true. Thirty, thirty. Oh, yeah, this- I'm best known for researching getting tattoos. Tattoos, because I want to get my first tattoo. So, listeners, if you have any advice, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, first, well, first you have to say it the right way. It's anime and it's tattoo. 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 <laughs> That's awful. Tattoo. Oh, did you hear that, Australians? That's what Hannah thinks about you. Oh, I'm sorry. Great. Unbelievable. <laughs> Buddy, fix this in post. Uh, Noah's gonna have be a part of my tattoo. Did That's you know that? Weird. He wrote a word. Mm. Do you want to write one? And the word was... And. I have never wanted to be cabbage so hard in my life. <laughs> now that you know you can't? <laughs> now that I know that I can't, it's it's making it a million times worse. Temptation makes Yeah, so listeners, you know, normally so we record gonna... a few weeks out, but this particular episode is being recorded like an hour before I post it because of the snafu with the... So the first version. Best and behavior. my name is Noah, and I'm best known for creating these podcast snafus. Where Very we true. Where we record episodes, because <laughs> my audio file was blank. Have apparently. we done this before? No, We haven't had to re-record. I've, when we first started doing this, when we were like, you know, he's recording on his end, I'm recording on my end. My One of my f- concerns was that, like, we're doubling the risk of something bad happening yeah. with the audio. But And we have no idea what happened, right? No, because I've checked the, How like, would it be blank? We've reco- at this point, so we're posting, you know, this is 2.12. We've recorded through <laughs> season two. We're about to start recording season three, and I checked... Season two, episode thirteen, and episode fourteen, and those are like legit. Those are oh, actually well, that's good. audio files. That would have been a bummer for you to record. So it was three. just this episode. It was just this one. Which, yeah. if I re- recall, I didn't feel great about anyway. Well, here you so. go. <laughs> Second the chances gives you a redo. So here's, here's the truth, guys. I actually <gasps> did that on purpose, specifically so we would have to re-record it. I took notes and I just realized that I left them upstairs. You are, in fact, a bum. Ugh. All right. I'll just try to remember. Yeah, I think I had notes the first notes. time, but this time I just, I'm going to wing it. No, that's never good. I'm really good at winging it. No, you need notes. Noah, have you done a what you're best known for? Yeah. Yeah, for, okay, for cool. the making the snap food. Oh, gotcha. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, thank you. Wonderful. So but he had a cough, and he's still recovering, like, a month later. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? 
that's an avatar thing, right? He's like a poor, sickly Victorian child. Do you remember in the first series when <laughs> they would do someone would make a really cheesy joke and you'd hear a person go? <coughs> it's true. No. Yeah. Oh man, it was a running thing like all three seasons. Are you like, sure? In the, yeah. Yeah. In, no, I don't think we've heard it in Cora, but yeah, in the background, it, like they'd make a cheesy joke and then there was a brief pause. And if you listen closely, there's a. <coughs> I do not remember that back. at all. <laughs> so surprise! Good. Surprise! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's Recap. see. Are so we so bear with us because did you guys rewatch this episode? Yeah. I did. Yeah, me too. We both did today, but <laughs> I didn't do a great job. Yeah, me neither. I, I remember un- not liking this episode very much, and I still don't love it. <laughs> I was unpacking the whole time. Because what I remember, should I wait? Yes. Go for it. Wait, wait. What I remember is that Buddy really likes Boomy's like whole montage, and I did not like that was, it. That was the last time. Like that was both of your lows, and it was my <laughs> high. That's hilarious. <laughs> See, I didn't remember that. See, this time that was my favorite part. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, there you go. Um, hey, are we ready for recap? The, I have to stick to the lore. The lure. <laughs> All right, go. Uh, who's going first? You. I'm going first. No, are you going second or third? I think Belka wants to go. Yeah, second. Belly wants to go. Okay. So we're on to third and fourth. Okay. Noah, you go second. Correct. I thought Belka was going second. Buddy, don't confuse us more. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you want to edit a bunch? You, you're last? Because, Buddy, if you say someone else is, if you says that someone else is going second. You're going to go second. I'm going to go third. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it one more time. I'm going, going first, first, then Noah, then Hannah. You can say this, but you messed it up a lot. Yeah, but you don't mess up going first. That's true. All you you always do well when you go first. <laughs> All right, go. Uh, we open, and honestly, I don't really remember how this one opens. Uh, they're on a boat. Oh, they're on a boat. They're on Varric's boat. It's camouflaged. Uh, and Boomy's talking about his war stories, and they're like, stop with your war stories. And Korra's like, I'm going to win. I'm fighting this And they're this bringing Janora to the to to Katara. I can't remember if it's the north. It's the south, because she's still stuck in the spirit world. Yeah, uh, and then uh, they try and fight the village down south where they're fighting. But then they they crash, <laughs> and uh, they all get captured except Boomy, and uh, he does this thing. Boomy rescues them, and then basically this kind of like the whole episode. <laughs> um, Vatu gets free. Oh. Yeah, they fight, um, and uh, the twins fight the brothers, and that's good. And then Unalak frees Vatu and is like, I'm going to be the dark avatar. And I'm, that's it. I'm the Darvatar. <laughs> the bad Vatar. <laughs> the bad Vatar. <laughs> okay. So something that I did not notice the first time because I wasn't aware that it was a thing. Do you want, do you want to write it first? Oh, I suppose. I was excited Bal- Balka, to hear it. Balka wants, Balka wants to write this episode. She... If you, like, with how often she does this while we record, you'd think, like, every single time she was down here, she does this. She does. She does. You said every time she comes down here, she does that. No, every morning she does it. She likes the futon. She likes to be able to go, like, stretch yourself out. Dude, same. (laughs) It's really cute. Um, Unless you're a listener. Unless you're, yeah, unless you're trying to listen to a podcast. Two and a half. Um, yeah, and I think I'm going to give it three and a half. I think that's what I gave it last time. Three. Something hmm. smell over there, Hannah? Yeah, the uh, dogs the, are farty. Our dogs are farty, yeah. <laughs> They're always farty, as you know. <laughs> Them gassy gals. <laughs> okay. Here is something that I did not notice the first time because I didn't know it was a thing. But the last time I ran a trivia night, because I do the monthly trivia night at the planetarium, uh, 
you know, I, I have to look up all the trivia questions and things, and inevitably I go down like tangents and holes and things that are interesting. And I was reading about camouflage, uh, and I came across this thing called razzle dazzle camouflage, which is a type of I know it seems like it seems like an oxymoron. It's a type of naval camouflage that was used. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was World War II. Is it just and, like you cause a distraction? Well, so what it does is it's it's complex geometric shapes, like high contrast geometric shapes, painted on the outside of the ship. And if you watch the first scene of this uh, episode, episode 212, uh, you get, I mean, that's what uh, Varric's ship is painted in razzle-dazzle camouflage. Like, that's what that weird zebra stripe look on the outside of it is. But, like, what is the point? So the idea is... That um, at the time the the it was German U-boats, but it's submarines. Uh, they one of the ways that they hit you with a torpedo from a good distance away. You know, they they pull a periscope up and they get your heading, the direction that your ship is facing, and they get your speed by kind of watching your ship as it moves. And the idea is that by breaking up the contour of the ship and making it less obvious exactly what direction the ship is headed by making these weird geometric patterns on the outside, it's harder to shoot a torpedo at where your ship is going to be. It also has the added benefit of hiding numbers oh, in Paris. So if you're traveling in like a, a convoy of ships and you're all painted razzle-dazzle camouflage, if you're kind of if you're kind of uh, in a group together, it's not clear where one ship ends and the other one begins, and so it's harder to kind of see how big the convoy is. Seems like you could just hit the middle. Well, in that case, yeah, I mean, you shoot it into order. So, so it's two different things. One is if you're a ship by yourself, it's harder to see what angle your ship is facing hmm. because, like, what part is the bow and what part is the, you know, not quite the bow because the lines are kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so that's the one thing. But then the other thing, which, you know, if you're in a big group, yeah, they're going to hit something. But the other thing is that they can't tell, are there 12 ships there? Are there 30 ships? Um, so, yeah, look it up. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. Razzle Dazzle I, Camouflage I actually, would be a good band name. I was... Son of a... Uh, <laughs> Gun. <laughs> I was going to say Razzle Dazzle Camouflage is a great band name. Called it. Great band name. <laughs> you did not call it. No. But yeah, it, it's just really Buddy weird because fix that in post. they legitimately... Uh, <laughs> but it can't fix that in post. <laughs> they legitimately painted like lots of... Like it's weird to see these battleships painted like weird zebras. Like yeah, it's like a big massive weird. United States battleship and it looks like a child painted it. They still do that today, I'm pretty sure. They also sure. have leopard print and tiger stripes <laughs> and <laughs> snakeskin. <laughs> so. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. It's hard to say, Fast. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. Camo- camouflage. That's about to be my new game. Camouflage. Camouflage. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. Camouflage. Razzle Dazzle Camouflage. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do rawhide because I will inevitably swear. I'm uh, doing, taking one for the team. Thank you, thank you. Another thing uh, that I enjoy—I'm just carrying the conversation today. Love it. That's what I do. Um, and I, this I did mention last time, but I thought that the during the aerial fight scene, like that was just animated so well when they came in with the plane and stuff. It was something we haven't really seen in Avatar before. Not true. Like not to that. Well, not to that. Already. Not th- I know, but not with those kind of angles and like the fact they were using the ice as like anti-air guns and it, they were animating it like an mm-hmm. anti-air gun would look. I just feel like we've seen it so much. 
Hmm. I mean, there was one, I think there was one other time early in, I think it was season one. It might have been early in season two. I just remember Mako and Cora were standing on the... Yeah, but I just, I feel like this was a lot more dynamic than than the way they did it the first time. I did like that they were strapped to the plane, like Mm -hmm. they had little belts on. And I couldn't remember if Cora and Mako had that the first time, but it seems really dumb to not have that. And every time Asami gets on the screen, like she's just... Cooler than last time. You like think? This time she's driving a plane. I remember you saying that last time. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. and she, she's so and, far she has drive driven, <laughs> driven. Can't take that out. It's there forever. Drived. Um, she has <laughs> things have been droven by her. Droved. Uh, I was gonna say droved. Nice. What? All, all I need now is for her to uh, pilot a train because then she will have done <laughs> trains and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. Noah. Asami that, is that like, was worth the build up. <laughs> Asami's like the Suki of this crew. Yeah, and like she's because she's you know I what? wrote that's that in really my notes. Good, that's a really good analogy. I know because part of both of those characters is not only are they good at these things, they're not but, benders. Well, they're not benders, but also they're cool-headed the entire time. That's one yes. of the great things about Asami is that she's, like, dodging these ice flare things, and she's just, yeah. like, she's giving the guys orders, yep. and she's, like, keeping it together the whole time. And she has no, she has no powers, but she has other skills that mm-hmm. the other people don't have. So don't take this the wrong way. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off in That's it. I just had put that comparison in my notes, and I was like, oh, yes, they are both really cool characters. So... It, it, Remix. Um, she, Asami, in some ways, and don't take me the wrong way, might even be considered comparatively cooler. Wrong way. Because Back it ca- up. Because of the cast that is surround. So she appears to be a much cooler character um, hmm. because the characters around her are less cool. I don't Suki, know, because like, they did such Suki, a good job of making Suki so cool. So they did, but talk to like... If I talked to 10 of my friends who are Avatar fans, and I told them, list me your three favorite characters. Asami would be in there? No, Suki I think he would, means from Suki the first show. absolutely not for the Suki first show. Would. I can, no, she would not. Toph, Ma- Azula, Suki. Wow, sexist much. Interesting. Um, it's a good show. They do, they do females well. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. If I gave you three men, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I would. Okay, There's too well. many men in this world. But not in the last. Who are your top here. three? Uh, Obviously, Iro. Iro, Zuko, and Sokka. <gasps> yeah. Three men. Buddy. Yeah. I won't apologize. Zuko. You is should so apologize. Well, no, Zuko is so well developed, and Sokka. I do like is. Zuko. You he, know who's next? He Toph and Iro would have been up there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just checking real quick. We good leaving all this in? Yeah. Okay. Why? Just because I'm talking about sexism. Oh, it's okay. Sure. Yep. I just want to make sure we're all good with how we're coming across. Yeah. Okay. We're just having a conversation. Okay. Now it's your turn. Now the other thing I hate about women is that <laughs> 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 no, no. So so all I'm saying is that like in some ways I think Suki um her exploits are a little bit overshadowed because she's not in the show nearly as much, but she I get makes a saying. huge impact. So I like, personally, she, though, feel like Asami is only ever in here for, like, little snippets, and she, like, flies a plane, and then we don't really get to, like, see her personality outside of fight scenes. Her you know? first her first season stuff with her dad was the most development she's got. Yeah. 
Yeah. I vague, I've only seen season three once and season four once, so I'm I have vague recollection. I think she plays a much bigger role in the next two seasons. Okay. That'd be I think cool. she's more akin to a Toph. Which, by the way, I'm always surprised at how little she gets. I always think of her as a bigger player, Toph. Toph. But I in know. seasons in seasons uh, two and three, she's not as big of a role as I remember. Like she's there, I mean, but. She's bigger in two, but not three, right? Yeah, three especially. She's yeah, two's are, two's are Earth Kingdom, so. Yeah. yeah. Top's That's our main arc her. happens in two, yeah. But you're right. She kind of gets shunted to the side for season three, but, like, it, she's such a big personality that you remember her, and so yes. you don't think about it, her being well, there and she, less. And the scenes that she's in, she's in. And she's yeah. in those scenes. <laughs> but the, the plot doesn't revolve around her. I love her. Kind of like Sokka. I love Sokka. Me too. Buddy, Iroh. Oh, you're you're still asking me about my favorite characters? Yeah. yeah, I mean, one is Iroh. Like, I don't like. I don't know how I could not say Iroh. I know. Um, two is probably Toph. I do love Toph. Yeah. I respect it. And I don't know. I have finding a third one's. I think it's too tough. Is there like you're tied between? Yeah, I mean, I do. Uh, Zuko and Azula are both so good. That would be a good third place. Big uh, tie. Yeah, I mean, like, the the Azula, because she is genuinely one of the best villains, I think, like, like in ever. television, television yeah. history, yeah. Yep. And Zuko, because his story arc is almost unparalleled, right? Yeah. Like, his, his uh, growth from villain to, you know, protagonist is... Do you think it's interesting that, like, none of us would pick the protagonist male or female of the no, show because they're very bland yeah they yeah. are well and i think th- i think that's typical you know it's known that like the hero of the show or the hero of the book is the guy that has no characteristics because it's the guy that, that they want every reader every viewer to identify with and Harry if you Potter give them a specific characteristics. It, does he? but i wouldn't pick him as my favorite yeah d- does he he's a very bland character yeah i guess you're right. he's not the smart one more. he's not the fun one well, right. none of, but most of us aren't. Oh, that's but the he's point. the brave that's one. The, yeah. So that when you write a book, you make the the main character the one yeah. that everyone is like, I could be that one. But I kind of get they, it because like most of us are not the smartest. And no, I know. All, we've all had our parents murdered by evil sorcerers. By Voldemort. Like, I, I know. <laughs> it's very true. Um, <laughs> so relatable. But I mean, that's, we you all know, got our wizard letter. You were asking it. if it's weird if we that we none of us yeah. picked that, I and I don't so think that it is. I actually think it's more common than you would think. Think about your favorite. Like is Luke Skywalker yeah, anybody's I mean, favorite character? Mine, but I know because I loved the books. But like, if you go back and you watch the movies, he's so bland. The books. Yeah. Oh, like when they're like in the future. Yeah, the New Republic stuff. I never that, read those. I yeah, only read the um, Young Jedi one. Stuff was better than the movies. I'll say <sighs> it. Yeah. The story was so good. The development was amazing. The stuff they did with the New Order was so cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but you know. I'm thanks, to think Disney. If there's a main character that I like the best out of like. Uh, Leslie Nope. <gasps> yes, very good point. But she's not the straight character. No, I mean that's an exception. She's so great. You don't like her? I do, but I don't think I'd say she's my favorite. Oh, she's my favorite. Yeah, she's I would not say Buddy's specifically favorite. for Hannah. Yeah, she's oh, my okay. favorite. No, she I, is I my knew, hero. Yeah. Hi, Belks. She's just like she's funny and she's so like nothing is an obstacle to her, and I don't understand that because everything is an obstacle to me. Oh, <laughs> Belk is giving kisses. <laughs> All right, so back to Avatar. But Leslie Nope is great. Agreed. 
Um, there was something that happened that I thought I should write this down. I think and I it's didn't. so disrespectful that the eldest child, Boomy, is treated like that. <laughs> he is their elder sibling, and they're so mean to well, him. Maybe he shouldn't act like such a doofus. <laughs> he doesn't act like a doofus. He, he acts like such a doofus. No, he doesn't. They're just they're just like not appreciative of his skills and his attributes. Like, okay, I wrote this down. He was the commander of like the second army or something like that. I can't remember what it was called. The United Forces. Like so did they just think that he got there because of like nepotism? I think, or just I think it is entirely possible that that is the case. What? When so you, look, you legitimately when you look think at his ineptness. I think it is entirely possible that we're looking at a man who is like glided through life because of his So we're taking this two different ways. So buddy, I need you to tell me how you saw it because Noah thinks that he's just a bumbling idiot who lucks into things. And I think that the siblings don't understand where his true skills lie and that he actually is so adept at things this is and part deserves of my role and I will 100% get into it. All right. But I'd like to hear what Buddy's thoughts are on Me too. Yeah, why don't we hold off on that uh, no, until never. we get to the... Because um, okay. I'm kind of with you. I just... Because we can, we can jump into it, but before we do, um, I do want to... Um, the f- and I did this the first time. This isn't because of our re-recording. Uh, we didn't... We, we got several emails. This was the first... Uh, originally, this was the first episode we had recorded when we came back from that long hiatus. And we got several emails just kind of asking where we were and giving us generally positive thoughts. There wasn't a whole lot of content to the emails. So even the first time we recorded... I didn't, we didn't actually have an email section, but I did take a moment to thank you all for your kind words and, and your well Yay. wishes. Uh, it meant a lot to me receiving those. Um, again, again, there wasn't content to them necessarily, so it's not really worth going through each one saying thank you to this person and to this person. Um, but, but we did, a, we did appreciate you. them. Yes, thank you to all of you uh, who sent those. It who was noticed nice. our death. Bef- yeah. <laughs> Before you go into the email section, there's something I didn't know. There notice. is no email that, section. That was it. Oh, that was it. Okay. Um, <laughs> bizarre. Um, <laughs> we do have more emails now, but I, do, I want to do those in, in the yeah in the actual episodes I mean, we're currently that recording. Makes, that makes sense. Um, so one thing I didn't notice last time was Unalak is talking about how he wants to do away with nations, right? Okay. And that, like, uh, you know, like, that's part of the problem is that, like, I don't want to have the Fire Nation and the Water Tribes and the Earth Nation. We're going to be one, you know, one entity. And I was like, wow, you know who that sounds like? That sounds like the villains of Season 3. Um, I wouldn't know. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. Um, and so there's a sort the bad guys in season three. I was I looked into it. To me, it sounds like I, Amon, where he wants everyone to be like on an equal. Well, so he doesn't. So he doesn't. But see, the difference is Amon wanted to just take bending people's powers yeah. away. This guy wants one government, one people. And so yeah. what's interesting to me is that I don't know if you knew this, buddy, but he was actually a member of that group. Hmm. Who was a member of what group? Unalak was a member, was a member of, of, oh. of the bad guys in season three. Interesting. Yeah, and they they mentioned that in season three, which I I, don't know, I was on the wiki and I was just kind of reading up on the the history of of the character and and the, the bad guys, and they mentioned and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I didn't I didn't pick on up I didn't pick up on that before. Pick on up. Pick on up. Pick on up. <laughs> so pick on up. I know we kind of talked about this last time, but I still don't really know where we landed. Were you not done, Noah? No, go ahead. Oh. I'm done. Oh, um, wait, by, hold on. By last time, do you mean the episode two episodes from now? 
No. Okay, you mean last, last time, time we recorded, recorded this one? Yes. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that confused me. Continue. <laughs> um, so you know how like in a lot of shows or movies, like the villains, they actually they kind of have like a semi humanitarian reason. Now, like Thanos wants to better the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, by getting rid of everybody. Ra's al Ghul mm-hmm. wants to clean up the filth of God. Right. So, yeah. So, does Unalak want to make the world better? Mm-hmm. Because at, that's what I thought. But then he truly said, like, I'm going to be a dark avatar. Like, yeah. he was leaning into the fact that he was going to be bad. I actually think that's bad writing. Okay. Um, because I can't tell yeah, where his was, motivations lie. That was my low last time. And right. also this time. <laughs> it is this time? Yeah, it's oh, the, we'll same, move on. the same level. Okay. So we'll That's okay. I mean, I think we're there. Do you want, should we just go highs and lows? Um, Do you have any I, I thought it was funny the way Bolin um, throws back his relationship advice, or Mako's relationship <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of the scene from uh, Seinfeld, where Jerry's like, it's just like a band-aid. You gotta rip it right off! <laughs> I don't remember. The, well, I don't think I've seen that. And then someone throws it back in his face, which is exactly what they did in this. So Remember, this is the funny. episode with, like, if I wanted someone creeping over my shoulder. Yeah, if I wanted a demon creeping yeah. over my shoulder all the See time. See my mother-in-law. Mother mother in law. Yeah. <laughs> so, so funny. Like, they need eye. to do more asides like that. That's yeah. what makes the show hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That one, that line cracked me up. Last time, that line <laughs> cracked me up. I know, I remember. And I, I wanted to make sure we mentioned it. Well, because it's, it's the sort of thing where... I, I think I've talked about this before, but when I watch comedies, I tend to not laugh out loud unless I'm with somebody else. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just how I am. I think that's how um, most people are. That line killed Like you me. laughed? <laughs> I actively, I, was, I remember sitting on the couch in my apartment and I laughed out loud. Do you know what show makes me laugh out loud? Arrested Development, seasons one through three, because it does Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then, yeah. yes, parts of Arrested Development, mostly Tobias and Buster. <laughs> not Joe. <dope. laughs> Sometimes, but Delicious. not as much. Yeah. Not as much. Yeah. Um, hey, brother. Really <laughs> I say that all the time. I should hey, say that to brother. you all the time. You, I don't know. The fact that you don't actually make it. It's so sense. dumb. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I don't think I had any other Last time I mentioned notes. this, too. Um, but when Tonrock Ton tries to convince Unalak not to do the thing, right? And he says, you're... Mm-hmm. You're still a man. You're still my brother. But in the previous episode, oh, he yeah, said, yeah. Uh, you're, you're no a brother, monster. You're no brother of mine. And I was like, okay, cool. So we just flippity flip flopped. You got to have feelings. They're different on each day. Well, sometimes you're my brother. Sometimes you're not my brother. Well, and my, Sam and I were, my cousins, our cousin, excuse me, <laughs> Sam, we were talking about uh, this anime we watched called Seven Deadly Sins. And we we're talking about one of the characters in it and how we really like him. Um, and he's got a Jekyll and Hyde thing going, so part of the time, he's like a weak dude, and or, or like the Hulk, and then part of the time, like during the day, he turns into like a, a rage monster. And so those two personality types are very different. Um, but the whole <coughs> cast of that show is so bland. Um, and they're all good, like we like them, but they each have like an individual trait, and that is who their personality, that's their personality. Yeah. And there's something really boring about that. Um, and I actually think a good show, and I think Avatar does it really well. I, even Korra, I think, does it pretty well, where they mm-hmm. have these, like, a lot of the times there's depth to character. Like, yeah. Because a character is good doesn't mean they don't make, doesn't mean they don't make bad decisions. Just because a character is smart doesn't mean they make, they never make stupid decisions. Which is why I should like Korra more, because, um, she's kind of like, she's good, she's the Avatar, but she's brash, and she's 
reckless and stupid sometimes. It's it's realistic that some of the avatars would be dum dums. Agreed. It's just so interesting <laughs> that I don't know if I can talk. Like, are we allowed to talk about the future episodes or no? Go for it. Just that, like the speech Unalak was giving. They go through this fight. They're going to go through all of this, like, turmoil. And then she ends up at the same conclusion that yes. Unalak had. That they right. should just, like, be free with, <laughs> be one with the spirit world. And it's like, you could have saved yourself so much grief if you just, like, let it happen right now. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I, that conclusion makes me even more mad. <laughs> because we're going to sit through two episodes of her fighting it and then being like, well, wait a second, wait a second. What if I just did what he was going to do? <laughs> Well, no, because what he wants to do is let Vatu out and have him destroy everything. Still. No, not he gave, still. Those are very different things. He gave the speech, things. but he gave the, like, his primary thing was he wanted the spirit world and the, whatever, the regular world. What's yeah, it called? The primordial the flesh world. world. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> to be one. Midgard. <laughs> anyway. I, I don't know. I think it's, I think there's a clear distinction between wanting the spirit world and the I regular think world be... I think okay. there's a difference, but just watching this episode again after having just watched the last one, it just, it frustrates me again that Ugh. she just at the end is all of, out of nowhere, like, wait, Unalak, maybe Avatar 1, because <laughs> Unalak uh, says in this episode, like, Avatar that. 1 made a mistake, and that's what Korra decides later, too, so... Well, don't but don't you think there's some depth to uh, her acknowledging that something that the bad guy was saying has truth in it? I think there is to an extent, but I wish that there had been more development. Perhaps if she had started in this episode being like, I wonder if there's any truth to what he's saying. Instead of just out of nowhere, after turning into a giant spirit, just being like, well, maybe, maybe he's right. I don't know. In, I just wish there would have been some like, thought. Yeah, I trust oh, you. Oh, I trust you because I you know. have such a track record. <laughs> Oh, classic. Uh, Highs and lows? Sure. Do you have anything else? Uh, No, the less we talk about the final episode of this season, the better, because it's a terrible travesty. Um, (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say for podcast reasons. Are we? No, no, it's because it's it's an abomination. Highs or lows? What? Yeah, we with start lows? with those. Uh, and I think, no, it makes sense to start with your low, because yeah, that, that'll lead into... Um, my biggest oh my issue with this episode um, is, I think, uh, something that also kind of branches to the larger character choice for the show uh, and with Boomy. I, I think that uh, they are doing themselves a huge disservice by him bumbling his way through the rescue, um, because I would have much rather, like Hannah said, we see... Oh, he is a phenomenal tactician. He is great at like coming up with a good strategy, and he the moment where he plays the flute and the spirit yeah, like, oh dope. nice, yeah, and then and he's like, oh, I've got a master plan, and then it super doesn't work, and you're like, okay, all right, that's fine, that's funny, I guess that he does all this funny, st- and it was very funny. Don't get me wrong, I just think I didn't think it was funny. Oh, really? You didn't no. think it was funny the way he was Did you think it was it? funny? Oh, yes. Oh. It's, yes, it's hysterical. I could have sworn you did last time. That's funny. I don't know if you did or not. That's just... funny? Yeah. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Dan. laughs> 
I love it. I'm embracing that about her. She well, knows what's up. Well, and so all I'm saying is I would have much preferred... I would have much preferred uh, them solidifying... No, he is actually a phenomenal soldier. He is gifted. Yeah. He has other strengths beyond, you know... Like he, even though he's not a bender, he can do these things. But he can um, do these things, and he so, does. So you say, but he did not rescue them by any amount of skill or like tact. It was entirely I mean, no, it was entirely accidental. It was a slapstick that, comedy. But like, if he succeeds every time, can we say it's accidental? Does he succeed every time? I mean, I would think, I think that becoming the, the commander and like all those stories he See, tells. Yeah, like I, I think. Hannah was suggesting that it has to be either nepotism or he's good at stuff. And Noah, you're saying that, that it's got to be one of those two things too. I'm not, and I hold think on. that all I'm saying, I'm not saying that. Uh, what I am saying is that if they are not going to actually give me enough time for this character, I want them to establish these because he's not. He doesn't get a lot of screen time. He doesn't get a lot of import. So, Buddy, what are you saying? I w- I was saying that. I think that he, as as Hannah mentioned, he is a commander in the uh, the Republic Army, right? So he clearly he was. he's retired. Right, right. He was. He clearly had some kind of like organizational success, and typically in the military, you get there by having good deeds, right? Good work. Like your your mission is successful. You do this, you get a promotion. That's how it works. Um, and he this episode starts with him talking to Tenzin about. This time, uh, I had to kill three devil hounds, and we only had a, you know, pancake to do it with. And Tenzin doesn't believe him, and he thinks it's this big lie. And, of course, we do, too, because it sounds ridiculous. I didn't. Maybe I read it wrong. Initially, it just sounds like he's making up, like, fishing tails. But then we watch this scene. And we see ridiculous things happen. And at the end of the scene, uh, Tenzin asks him how he did it, and he says... He starts to say, and then he says, ah, you wouldn't believe me anyway. And that Indica- was my low. Indicating, well, okay, but indicating that all of his other stories are also true. Yes. And he is frustrated that Tenzin isn't believing him. Exactly. So I think that I'm kind of with Hannah that, like, yeah, maybe he isn't, you know, traditionally skilled, but I yeah. think all of his stories are real, and I think he's actually successful in these so things. So that's, that's thing, fine, though, but, like, I don't... in those instances, he could very well just, like, have dumb lucked his way into all of those, too. I, I just don't, don't think that I you think necessarily have to be serious and a tactician. Like, you don't have to be Captain America to necessarily be successful. Agreed. So maybe he has ideas that, like, are outside of the box, and he has, like, more of a jovial personality. Like Sokka? But it, yeah. They had the opportunity well, more, to make him Sokka, and I wish they would have. I don't no, see how I, they didn't. I think it's more um, what they tried to do with Jar Jar in that, you know, he's based off of, oh, like, Oh, so you a, think he's a buffoon? no. It, well, Jar Jar, that's what I'm saying. It, it, the, what they tried to do with Jar Jar. idiot. Yes, but because they failed to do what they tried he to is do. A senator. And I don't agree with that <laughs> and comparison. He is the Dark at Lord all. of the Sith. Okay, again, I'm not saying he's Jar Jar. I'm saying what they tried to do with Jar Jar and okay. failed to do is what <laughs> I think they're doing better with Boomy. Because Jar Jar is based off of this idea, that, and I forget what it's called, but there is like a drunk kung fu. Right. A kung fu which intentionally looks like you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but then you actually do. And See, I didn't think they were doing that with Jar Jar at all. I thought they were just making him like a funny idiot character. Okay, and again, because they, they failed to do it, it looks really lousy. Okay. But the, the basis of the character is, and again, I forget the actual term for it, but is, is drunk kung fu, where you 
seem to be stumbling all over yourself, but you're doing it very intentionally, and so people underestimate you, and you end up on top. Hmm. And I think it's a similar thing with Boomy. And, and again, there's there's hmm. an aspect, and, and the reason this is my high, since we're talking about this, I might as well get it in. This is your high? I, Which is why I love lovable... Uh, bumbling characters. Yeah. The, and I think I made this connection last time too, but in case I didn't, I'll do it now. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite video games uh, growing up was um, Curse of Monkey Island. You did not do this. Oh, wait. Yeah, you did. Guybrush yeah, and Threepwood. Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah, the, the protagonist in Curse of Monkey Island is Guybrush Threepwood, Mighty Pirate. Uh, and Guybrush Threepwood, Mighty Pirate, uh, is the is same Mighty type. Pirate or? That's how he introduces himself every no, time. On. Guybrush Threepwood, Mighty Pirate. Um, <laughs> And you are playing as him, and everything good that happens to you either sort of falls into your lap because of something stupid that Guybrush does backwards, or because of someone else who actually has is like happens to align with you. So Buddy agrees with Noah. You're hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Let's let Buddy finish. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, in in some ways I do. I agree with Noah that it is bumbling. But but the point that I'm making is that from a television show perspective, as a character, they're really enjoyable to watch, and you oh. kind of root for these people. Okay. And so I I have a lot of fun in those moments. Gotcha. But you agree with Noah that he's just kind of like randomly he, lucked. He his does way. kind of luck into these things, and that bothers Noah because uh, military guys should be, uh, you know. Um, What's the word? Good. And I just see it differently. Accredited? Uh, right, well, yeah. Like, Successful. Um, adept like, is the word that I was okay. looking for, yeah. Uh, a military guy should be adept, and so it bothers you that this guy could potentially get to where he was without being adept. But that would again, bother me, too, because I don't think that's real. I well, don't maybe think it's, it's not, but within the confines of a television show, if we oh. believe that this happens to him consistently, gotcha. and, and it makes for an even like sort of larger-than-life tale that like all these other stories that he was telling that initially you thought, there's no way that happened. And then you see this, and you kind of realize that, like, oh, wait, no. His stories are real, and those things happened. So here's why it's my low. I personally just like to think that perhaps he has some sort of different outlook on life or different view of things because he's not a bender and so he has a different mindset and so he's able to do these things in a way that other people couldn't do it so I like to think of it as a different frame of view and I thought that they really messed it up when he was like oh you wouldn't believe me anyway like I felt that they should have taken that moment for Tenzin to apologize or ask about his stories or something because they just like let the moment go and boomy has done all these great things and nobody ends up believing him or like understanding that he has talent and it made me sad and (laughs) i thought the show could have done better funny tv no (laughs) other thoughts noah no i just think we don't have to agree no and it's oh oh, thank you um (laughs) (laughs) no i just think it's a shame i think his character would have been so much cooler um, if we could see in this moment, this is this is why he's achieved this yeah. greatness because he is because I, I think if they had made that clear, it would have been better. If it's not bad, I mean, it's bad enough that the son of the Avatar is not a bender, but the fact that he's also kind of a bumbling buffoon is funny. But it's, it's kind of sad because I would have liked to see him, you know, see him in his element. I love those moments where yeah. he, like. Where you realize, oh wait, Yoda is not a bumbling old man idiot. He's actually one of the wisest Jedi that's ever lived. You know what I mean? I just like, think they kind of confused the message a little bit. Is he a dumb character we laugh at? 
Or is he an accomplished commander who he can be both. has done all of these things? He can be goofy, but when the moment comes, when he needs to, you know, get into high gear, he needs to yeah. straighten up. So he, I think the show just didn't really that. figure out. And that's my complaint. My complaint is that it, it seems unlikely that he would be like that. I don't know. Uh, it's just... We keep okay. saying he's not a bender, but he does... I mean, like, later on, right, he is yes. an airbender. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah, spoilers, oh. I've been avoiding What is wrong with you? Sorry, I thought... It's literally the next episode. He's a bender? So, this... Well, I'll explain it to you after, okay? Okay. So, was he, like, a bender always and just, like, was a late bloomer? <laughs> I don't think that's how they explain it. Oh, Okay. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Did you remember that on your own? I, I just, every time Noah has said that in the past, I always thought to myself, isn't he a bender? No, but so he's like, not. He's not right well, now. But he is. In this well, but his whole not. MO so far for the first 50 he years is, of his he life has, never bent yeah. has been life. not being a bender. All right. Buddy, what's your low? And uh, Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Hannah, is this also your low? Have we I already your... just talked about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, First was the fact yeah, that Benson didn't apologize. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. My uh, low, we, we were stumbling onto it earlier, Hannah, you were talking about it, uh, is that uh, up until this point, I was able to um, buy into Unalak's sort of plan because you could assume that he was being duped by Vatu and he didn't really know what he was doing in unleashing this guy. But this episode makes it really clear that... No, Unalak knows that he is just unleashing an evil that is going to attempt to kill most of humanity uh, and is just cool with that. Which is fine if that's what he wants. Like, some people do just want the world to end. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I, again... But he hasn't been consistent with that message. Well, maybe maybe he's just been duplicitive. Um, Duplicitous. Thank you, duplicitous. That's what I was thinking of. this entire time, it's hard to say, but I just, as a villain, it's very. I prefer villains that I can understand where they're coming from. It's a, it's yeah. much more compelling when a villain gives you their rationale and you think you're kind of bat crap crazy, but I understand where you're coming from. Sure. Whereas with in this case, you're just like you're just you're just ending the world. And sometimes I like the opposite, which is like I like the Joker. He's just a psychopath. But again, uh, there's there's some kind of humanity there, and I, I don't know what the difference is. I agree with you. I like he wants to the live? Joker. Yeah. So and you don't like the suicidal tendencies of ending the world. Well, and what's what's the plan after that, right? The Joker. Well, he'll be dead. Uh, in yeah, it, it's kind of like it, it, the Joker has this twisted thing where part of his enjoyment in life, you know, what he wants to do through life is torture batman is is yeah is is cause chaos and mayhem yeah uh, and again i have and i <laughs> i have no sort of relation to that but you can sort of understand that like where the joker is 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 coming from i don't like okay not in the sense that like you know good for you joker <laughs> but with unalak you just think okay let's say that you get your way let's say you Unleash Vatu and the world ends. Like, now what? What are you doing? Like, why did you do this? I, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I understand that. I don't know. I just think Unalak is kind of a... He's like a worse version of Amon. Like, 
just kind of leaning into the spirit side of it as opposed to the bending side. Does that make sense? I mean, it, it's it's kind of... I, I feel like Hannah kind of hit it on the head when I was talking about the Red Lotus. Like, they both kind of represent the same thing. And I think all of the villains in, in Korra specifically have that same philosophy of, like, I'm going to rearrange the system. You know? I'm Rather than just wanting power exactly. like the Fire Lord. Right, right. And do we like that or do we don't like that? I don't know. I think it's boring after a while. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I to me it, it hits me different for some reason because again with Amon they they did him dirty at the end. But yeah, but like he he cares about people. Yeah. And he wants the world to be more equitable. Uh and he's doing this at sort of a demented way. Well, sure. That's what Hitler said too. <laughs> I know, but there is some twisted logic to Amon. Okay. And with Unalak, I and even with the Joker, there's this twisted logic that this is what I like to do, mm-hmm. and I'm going to spend my life doing it. Yeah. With Unalak, I I just I fundamentally don't understand. Yeah. The sort of end game. Do you want power? Do you want revenge? Right. Do you want yeah? Balance. Do you want this for your fellow man? Right. Yeah, I get it. What's going to happen to your kids? Right. Yeah. yeah. That, I see. That's fair. Anyway. That's my love. Cool. Uh, what are what are your highs? I don't know. Oh boy. I don't remember what I said last time. I don't remember what it is now. <laughs> Me neither. It's probably um, Boomy, right? Hmm? Boomy's, what? Boomy's cool uh, scenes. I mean it made me laugh. His bumbling that's for sure. <laughs> Naga saved the day again. If Tenzin had come to understand how great his brother I was, was you that would have been heights. my high. Yeah, I think it would have been that. That scene was funny mm. to watch. So I guess. Yeah, not, to me, that's all it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't have one. That's fine. I mean, you're right. He's not a he's not a main enough character. That like, I don't know. Whatever. We have enough Uncle Iros. I guess we need some Uncle Boomies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's not always fun to watch someone be a dum-dum. It's not even about fun. It's just like, I feel so bad. I just feel so bad for the guy. I do too. Because you can clearly see how much his dad messed him up. And this was a, I get what you're saying. And this was a chance for redemption for the character a little bit. Agreed. It's like, he wasn't a bender. He wasn't loved by his dad, mostly. As loved. Um, yeah. Yeah, as loved. He wasn't respected by his siblings, and so there was an area finally for him to like shine, <laughs> and they didn't. Although to be fair, no one saw him bumble around. That's true. They just saw that he saved them. That's true. So it's not like. But I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> and I care about how I feel. I do get what you're saying, and I it it makes me sad to think about him talking to his dad's statue, mm-hmm. and like talking about how like his dad never took him on trips, and I can't imagine how hard it must have been to grow and up as we, a non-bender. And then we see. Tenzin having a conversation with his dad about him being don't be me be you and you're like right. no you should have done that with Boomy what are you doing right like uh, you have more than one son uh, we already know that you were close with Tenzin redemption for Boomy sounds like he's gonna get it though hashtag redemption for Boomy I'm stu- it's gonna trend love it free Boomy <laughs> wow that made me sad <laughs> oh I made face. myself sad uh, if only the listeners could have seen that. That is serious. That. You don't get to joke about it. <laughs> hey, buddy, fix that in post. 
Yeah, fix it in post. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not serious. I'm just, I made a funny uh, pop culture reference. No. I did. Wow, he finally <laughs> makes a pop culture reference. And, you're and like, I'm angry about it. Don't make pop culture references I don't like. <laughs> it's important. It is. No, I, I actually agree. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think anyone with half a brain. No, and I didn't important. really give a high. We just kind of started complaining again. No, I didn't. I said I liked that scene. I thought it was oh, funny. It was me, I guess. Like, once you get over, once I got over the fact, and it didn't bother me as much as time. Once I got over the fact that it bothered me, it was mostly funny. I just don't have a high. Like, I didn't like the fight scenes. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Varric wasn't in it. Oh, you know what? This was another thing that I meant to talk about. But here, uh, Vatu turned the whole world purple, and you like the color purple. So. Oh, I do like the color purple. There you go. Thanks, Ben. Uh, here's I'm with thing. Unalak. <laughs> Why did Vatu turn the world purple? For he, funsies. He hadn't won at that point. He had been free before, it's and the, the world wasn't world. suddenly he purple. Why did Korra turn no, into a giant spirit? Because you saw Lynn Bayfong and other people uh, in right, Republic City right, turn purple. Like, right. When you're right, Just you're right. for some reason, the world's purple now. Because, oh, wait, I remember. spirit things. <laughs> yeah, don't ask questions. <laughs> My favorite part was when um, Bolin was like, I wish Virik was here. We could people. make Nuktuk Sky Warrior. And I loved it. <laughs> and you so. thought that actually sounds better than any of the titles they've given so far. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's my favorite Legend of Zelda game. I can't believe you gave this episode a three and a half. I also again, I I don't have a lot of the problems that you guys have with it. Yeah, and that's true. I enjoyed the fight scene. I thought this is one of the better animated fight scenes that they had done. They're just so boring. Uh, like the aerial stuff, I thought was done so well. And again, the stuff with Boomy doesn't bother me. And that was like a good five minute chunk that I just thought was entertaining yeah. and fun. And Do you so think that the yeah. show has too many characters? Yep. Is that the problem? For its yeah. run, it could because, be. Because, like, we're in the second season, and, like, Mako hasn't done, like, anything. Bolin has had his, like, Nuktuk thing, but even still, like, That's not there's true. just Mako too many. I'm a cop bit. I guess. I just feel like, they, like, whereas Avatar, they went in and out of places, so they had, like, side characters, but we still had the main. And, like, with this, there's too many characters. Tenzin and his family, and his family, his other family. Oh, yeah, I'll say. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Uh, if you would like to email us, friends, please, uh, please, 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 you should please. email us at starkfriendspodcasts at gmail.com. Friends and podcasts are plural. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Stark Friends. Uh, just yeah, hit us up there, send us some notifications, as the kids call them, um, and, <laughs> and we'll get back to you. Uh, let's see, that's going to do it for this week. Join us next week. For Darkness Falls. Probably not next week, but you know. Oh, right. Join us next episode for Darkness Falls. Until then, if you want to hear us next week, join us on our other podcast, uh, Stories, a Stark Friends podcast. And, and honestly, it'll just be in a couple of days. That's true, actually. Yeah, from the time. yeah get over there. Um, until then, be careful with your cabbages. Oh, my cabbages. You're such a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> what is it Yes, he's a weirdo. Notifications. <laughs> I'm an old man. What? <laughs> Is that the close-up? That's the sign-off. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs>